three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? I tried. I What's tried. Yeah, Welcome in. It is. Now, I'm actually a little bit nervous about this, but we'll find out if I'm right. Episode number 25 of Jobbing mm. Out. Any guesses? 25. Is we going to have our 25th Hall of Famer? No. It's. Well, technically, we do have our 25th Hall of Famer. Ding, 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 ding. Winner, 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 winner. As. <laughs> Billy Gunn going into the WWE Hall of Fame as part of DX officially becomes the 25th Hall of Famer that we've had on this show. So, AJ, up the ticker when you get the chance. I was actually a little bit nervous that maybe you already had, and that was why I was confused as to whether or not it should be number 25. But uh, that is the reason, indeed. Technically, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. I thought in the past, though, we have changed the number once we find out they're going into the Hall of Fame. I mean, we can. I thought that was how you, it worked. And you like, never know what's going to happen. Well, I mean, even if he like dies, they're still going to induct him. Jesus well, Christ. Well, yeah, but what if there's like a scandal or something? <laughs> what, if he goes, what, if he, what if he goes to AEW and just trashes WWE the night after the Hall of Fame and then they kick him out? Well, then we'd update it again afterwards, I guess. <laughs> I think that's how we go about doing that. So what are they kicking him out of? I mean, yeah, seriously, it's not an actual Hall of Fame. Like, the induction still happened. I don't I don't know how that would work. I mean, they, they did kick Hulk Hogan out, though. So, but did they have, like, a ceremony to put Hulk Hogan back in? I don't know how that works. I got to think about that. Anyway, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone. And, of course, live from Iraq. Me? Yeah, this no. is Yeah, you. No, I said I can I you just you guys sound like shit. Yeah, that's because you sound like shit. I mean I'm yeah, sure I, I can't even hear Glenn over your yeah, background I, I noise. I'm sure you that's the reason. Anyway, do the do the thing. Say your who you are. The main event. Yes, indeed. AJ Francis is with us. Uh how's training going, sir? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's still doing. That. Uh, it's going really well. Um, I had a really good day today. Um, I feel like I'm progressing at a rate fat a lot, a lot faster than other people, which I mean, I guess is to be expected. But, um, yeah, I'm really just getting ready for this tryout, man. I was gonna say, like, get, like what do you get my cardio together? Well, yeah, what do you do sure specifically? That I can do everything. Yeah, what specifically do you do related to the tryouts? Um, I work on my rolls a lot because um, people don't realize like rolls are tiring as fuck yeah like hitting the ground on your like you're not like you're supposed to roll through it and you can roll through it but it's still constant comp like pressure on your lower upper back and look and all the way through to your lower back just pushing air out of your lungs over and over again 
So like getting good at doing rolls after rolls after rolls after rolls, um, doing the drill work that I know that they're gonna do at the uh, at the tryout, like the get up drills, the the throwdowns, the up downs, the the lunges, all types of stuff. You know, just getting getting ready for everything that I'm expecting for the tryout. I'm actually very good at the up up down downs. That part, no problem for me whatsoever, but the up left, down. Left, right, is, left, right. Yeah, right. No, it's not a little bit more difficult. Uh, well, that's great stuff, man. Uh, real quick, uh, somebody's probably worried. Uh, Brandon's not dead that we know of. We think. Yeah, we think that he's not dead. Uh, Brandon had a major surgery as part of his recovery from cancer today. So um, we believe he's currently resting after surgery. I told him to text me and let me know because I would like to be able to say something nice about that uh but that's what i believe is that he's currently resting afterwards and he'll be back with us uh with that in mind we do need to uh, go over the results but i'm pretty sure i i don't know that i got a match correct uh for elimination chamber so i'm almost certain that i'm the one that's going to be wearing a fanny pack for a couple of weeks all right i'll go through it uh i finished with five points glenn you did get a few matches correct yeah like two <laughs> You got three correct. Oh, boy. I got three. AJ, you got four. Yeah. Brandon got three. Yeah. And Miggs got four. Okay, so Brandon so and I... So you and Brandon. But Brandon already has to wear a fanny pack everywhere, so... Yes, but I guess we got to pick the fanny pack now. Yeah, that's true, and I think technically, actually, after this surgery, he might not have to wear the fanny pack as much. Yeah, well, I, now he does. I knew, I knew. It was just not going to be my night. I'm like, and, well, well, well. Yep. And um, while, while we're at Not Your Night, I've been getting complaints that we have a serious backlog, largely with oh, involving some sakes. of your bets, so we need sake. to get All on right, those. Get, get a, let's get a little list together, and we'll go over it. Not, you've been keeping track, right? I have been keeping track. Okay, well, give me the whole list. And, and, and you're, not, you're not alone. Oh, so. I know, I know, but I'm sure I have the most. So You give, do have the most. You the have I don't know if you guys heard. I had a fucking seizure, okay? I had a seizure, assholes. How long do I get to use that one? How long does that work? Uh, see, point? he has cancer, so it always trumps you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, uh, all right, I will get on that. I will get on that. Uh, I guess let's start there before we talk about what has been a wild, wild week in general. Uh, as far as the pay-per-view itself is concerned, uh, it was very good. Um, I, I thought it was a really good... I, I think in the past, these pay-per-views between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania have been very hit and mi hit or Daddy's miss. back. All right, good. AJ's back. Um, the truth is, I think that Elimination Chamber was a really, really good pay-per-view. I, I have very few real complaints about Amazing pay-per-view. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I love the fact that it was only three hours, ten minutes. I love the fact that pretty much everything was quality. You know, it, it was hard to complain. If, if you want to complain that you, we didn't get the real Ronda Ruby match, I, you know, that's fair. But we got the good segment out of it afterwards. So, I mean, but yeah. what, did, what did you really expect there? I mean, they, they had that really good match back in the Well, you know Ruby's supposed them. to go over in that match. I mean, that's... No, no, I... There. They had a fit. They had one of the matches of the week back in they August did. or whatever summer. I wanted to see that, and match. that's why leading into Royal Rumble, you need Ronda to beat her ass. I mean, uh, WrestleMania. Sorry. Yeah, I yeah, kind of. I, mean, I, I, I get it. I'm agree. just saying personally, I would have really loved to see it. But again, I understand why you do it. And then we got the great segment out of it. But I'm saying that's the only thing you can really complain about if you wanted to complain. Yeah, I kind of agree, man. Like, I, 
I, I, you know, in a weird way, I, I get what you're saying, Aaron, and, like, maybe that could have been more, but the truth is that, like, the, it didn't disappoint me because I didn't expect anything other than that. Like, they've they've made it abundantly obvious what's happening at WrestleMania, so I, you could have tried to, to sell me on something during the course of that match. Yeah, Ronda, it's going to be Ronda Rousey one-on-one. Right, against, Char- against Charlotte Flair. That's <laughs> right. Right, that's the way it's going to go. Um, like you could have tried to sell me on something in that match, but like it would have taken a miracle for you to pull off a scenario in which it was somehow viable that, that Ruby Riot was going to win that match. And the amount of time it would take in order to do that, I, I mean, I almost think that like we would have gotten to the point where we were talking about complaining about a four hour pay per view. Like I right. I was I was okay, I was completely fine with what they did there because you knew what you were getting in that particular scenario, so I wasn't disappointed by it whatsoever. Now, that being said, you know, we can talk about the chamber match in which, again, we all said that we knew what was happening was Daniel Bryan winning, and that is what happened, but yet they did tell an effing amazing story and create some real drama. Amazing. Yeah, despite the fact that we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that was my entire... Go ahead, Andrew. The only thing that bothers me about this is that Kofi's not going to win at Fastlane. Yeah. So... No, he's not. So... To go red hot Kofi, get him in the match, he's red hot. Have him finish with Daniel Bryan in the Elimination Chamber, almost win, he's red hot. Next SmackDown, he looks fantastic, he's red hot. They put him in the match, the crowd goes crazy. Right. He 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 goes to Fastlane and lose to Daniel Bryan, and then they put John Cena in championship. Yeah, That's it's, not it's going to go over well. It's awkward, and and you yeah. know I'm glad you brought that up, AJ, because this I I don't know how we got here, right? Like we still don't really know. If this was a plan all along, like, were they going to do this with Mustafa Ali? Was Mustafa Ali maybe never going to be in the match to begin with, right? Like, there's a lot of unknown to that. Was this, hey, look, you know, we've got to make the most out of a situation in which we lost Mustafa Ali, so let's let have Kofi Kingston have a cool moment. This thing has gone from, hey, this would be a neat thing for Kofi, to putting us in a situation where we're genuinely going to be pissed off if this doesn't end with Kofi Kingston winning the belt. Like, and I'd be all, I mean, trust me, You the problem is they hate doing rematches at Mania, man. So, like, is there a single person that would complain if Kofi wins at Fastlane, they do a rematch at Mania and Daniel Bryan wins there? No, I, I wouldn't complain about it. I, obviously, the, the, I'd rather go the other way, though. I'd I, rather I, have I, Kofi lose I understand screwily what, and get the win at Mania. I understand what you're saying with that, Aaron, but I do think you're almost setting yourself up where we're going to have too many of those scenarios right now at Mania, right? Like, we're talking about them doing the same thing with Seth Rollins and and Brock Lesnar and uh, you know presumably doing a very similar thing with Becky Lynch in the what's going to be the main event, right? Like... How many of those exact scenarios can you have on the same Do you card? think that Seth is salty that he's not going to be in the main event? Meh. No. I, he got his moment at 31. Right. Like, I'm sure he would love to be in the main event. You know what I mean? Like, who wouldn't want to be in the main event? But I think he gets it. Like, I think he gets that this is the right thing to do at this point of for all the entire the, business. So there's been how many Royal Rumbles? 30? Uh, yeah, I guess. Right? Yeah, right Somewhere around. around. I think yeah. a little less than that, but around there, yeah. So, like, how many times was the person who won the Royal Rumble not the actual main event championship match? Well, there's been a, like, a few lately. Yeah, I mean, just I mean, last year. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm literally asking how many times. Because I know Alberto Del Rio was not in the main and, event. And, oh, and, I, and, I, I feel like more often than not lately, it hasn't been. Let me uh, let me pull up the Rumble here. Um, well, Jack Swagger won the Rumble, right? 
No, he won. You know, no, no, the other way around. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. my bad, my bad, yeah, my bad. Um, um, gotta pull up Royal Rumble. Here we go. Just going through it here. All right, we had um, Shinsuke wasn't in it. Randy Orton wasn't in it. Triple H was. Uh, Roman Reigns was. Batista was. Cena was. Sheamus was not. Alberto Del Rio was not. Edge, I do not believe was. Randy Orton no, was. Wasn't. Was Randy Orton the? I think that was the main event. Yeah. What, what year was that? So it's, that, not, that was it's, not, it's not completely uncommon. No, no it, it's it's actually relatively common. In in recent years, it's been about fifty fifty. Yeah. You know, and I like, and again, I think, I think he, I think Seth Rollins understands, and you're right. I do think it helps, as Aaron points out, that he did have the WrestleMania moment of WrestleMania moments just a few years ago, right? Yeah, like, it's one of the greatest ones. Yeah, with, without that, maybe his opinion would be a little bit different in this if, circumstance. If this was him being robbed of a WrestleMania main event, something he's never had, then I think, yeah, you can start saying, okay, what the hell? This right. guy's getting jobbed out of a moment. But. Right. Also, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. What the hell's, where's Dolph Ziggler? It's a fair question. <laughs> he's, he's out doing comedy. He was supposed to have a comedy show in, in Maryland Baltimore. yesterday, in Baltimore, and yeah. it got canceled due to weather. Yeah, right. Like, it is a really fair question, dog. There's a lot of questions I have. Did our truth die after he got a championship? Like, there's a lot of questions that I've got about uh, folks that are missing at the moment. But no, it's a, it's a really uh, Dolph Ziggler is getting paid an awful lot of money, and but yeah, and where is to, it? To go back to your original question, or whoever brought this up about Cena. You know, we, we kind of operated under the assumption, okay, Cena, okay, how do you get him to get that good response? Well, the, he might get a good response here. There's not a natural person. I think it's a legit problem now. I Because agree. there is that person, and which is why I think if that is the plan, which I still don't know if it was, they might have to think about another plan. It I, might not be give it to Kofi, but you have to give it to somebody who's a little bit more the, the fans will react to. If you give it to If you give it to anyone but Kofi at this point, what if it's Kevin Owens returning as a face? I could see that, but, but I, I don't know. I yeah. think it's a better reaction than John Cena is my point. Maybe, yes, but, it does. But maybe, still, but I, I agree with AJ. I think you've created a problem, and it, look, it's yeah. a, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to create something that people are this invested in. I, I talk about this all the time. Do, you don't run away from it. This was the original thing with Becky, right? Like you did the work, you got it there. Now run with it. Don't hide from it or say, hey. We did this work, but it wasn't the work that we wanted to do. I, I would accept the challenge of, wow, this wasn't the plan. This wasn't what we had in mind. But AJ's point and the point that I'm feeling and that you're alluding to, Aaron, is like you've got this thing now that's larger than, than anything that you could have imagined. Like run with it. Run with it and get as much as you possibly can out of it. And AJ, to your point, that might be. The answer might be let Kofi win at Fastlane and then have him lose at WrestleMania just so he got his moment. And then it creates maybe even more of an uber heel in Daniel Bryan afterwards because, you know, now he took it back from Kofi and, you know, like, that might be what it is. I do think there's some danger in every WrestleMania match being the same potential storyline that you're trying to create, right? Like, can you really have Seth, Becky, and Kofi all overcome the odds on the same night? Does it take away from any of them individually if it's happening with all of your belts at the same pay-per-view. I think that's a tough storyline, but I I do think you need to work with it. I do need to think you need to do something with it. Maybe it's some bizarre scenario where you feel like you're robbing people of whatever it is, but yet maybe on, on Tuesday night of WrestleMania week, you pull the trigger then 
and it creates another sort of a wild, amazing, unexpected moment. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think you shouldn't ignore it at this point and just say, you know, hey, you know, this is cool, but it wasn't part of our plans, so we're not going to do anything more with it than what we had planned to this point. I think the real question is, and that's my concern, is that they're going to say this wasn't our plan. We're coming close to Mania. We're not going to tear up WrestleMania at this point. And put it, assuming they do have WrestleMania drawn out, which with the way things are going right now, I don't think we can even be sure of that. But I think that's the real concern is is that they're just going to try to ignore it. My question is, like, let's let's pretend for a second that that is the thing, the thought process is we can't just tear up WrestleMania at this point. Could they do? Do you think that this is something that would sustain if they wanted to go? Kofi Kingston wins it at Money in the Bank, wins it down the line, or do they need to pull the trigger now? It's a fair question. It's um, I, I, I don't know, I guess is what I'd have to tell you right now. Right now, I don't know. I, I don't, what are, I guess there's twofold. What are you doing in the meantime? How are you keeping Kofi hot without him being in that picture? And then two... Uh, like the, uh, what are you doing with the title? Are you just having Daniel Bryan continue to run through everybody in, in that? Because, again, if the plan was have John Cena win to break the record at WrestleMania, I, I, how long does that take, right? Like, how long does it... Is it just have him win it and then lose the next pay-per-view and sort of pretend like it never happened after that? Like, I, I would have to know more about that. I, maybe. Maybe is, I guess, what I keep coming back to. Maybe that could work out. Yeah, I mean, my my one concern. I, oh, go ahead, Adrian. I just. What what is the alternative? Yeah, I mean that's a good question. the The alternatives right now, if we're assuming Daniel Bryan retains, we're taking Kofi out of the equation. Let's say that they put him. The, the one thing I could come back to is okay. So let's say, uh, Kofi loses because Har- Rowan gets involved. Maybe Harper gets involved. And then, I, you know, I, I still wonder, why is Bray just sitting in the wings here? What do they have for him going? Because he's re- been ready to go for months now. Right. So, like, could, could you do New Day Wyatt family in a weird way? Could you do that? And, that you know, kind of you use that to try to keep Kofi hot. And as for Daniel Bryan, like, again, the name that comes to mind is Kevin Owens. If they don't, you know, otherwise Rey Mysterio is fine. But again, I, I think that people wouldn't, I don't think people would accept Rey. I, 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 mean, I just think, I think that... they would accept Rey. Yeah. I do think that Ray is is enough of a people love Ray and the match would be incredible and the build up to it with the matches building up to it would be incredible. Um, Ray would work matches probably with Rowan um, building up to it and it would be <laughs> awesome to see him work with the bigger guy overcome the odds blase blase. But like, if it's Ray is the only one person, even Kevin Owens coming back as a face, I don't think is. I don't think is enough to overtake the yeah. heat that Kofi currently has. Yeah, I agree. Rey Mysterio is the one person that I think won't overtake Kofi, but won't just get completely booed because he's not Kofi. I think it'd be disappointing, but I don't think it would be angering. And I think that's the yeah. like. I think that. People, so you know, I think would be angering at this point. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. I agree. I like you just couldn't. I mean, like Jeff Hardy would be angering, and it's not because people don't like Jeff Hardy. People like Jeff Hardy, but like we don't need that match. We just don't need it. Um, Cena, it would turn into the opposite thing, which is F you uh, for taking this again away from what we really want and stealing that from us. So, yeah, it would turn into a really bad situation if that was... Especially if they want him to win. Correct, correct. If if the vision was an over-John Cena 
you know, celebrating breaking the record at WrestleMania. Yeah, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could honestly see a situation in which John Cena uh wins at WrestleMania and then has an open challenge the following Tuesday and loses to Kofi. And that's fine, but then you but it doesn't help the fact that you have a month including WrestleMania of just fans being angry. <laughs> It does actually because that makes that Tuesday the biggest moment of the week. And that's what I'm saying. Like I think you could pull off something like that. And again, only in the context of while it's disappointing at WrestleMania, at least we're still uh, believing that we're getting these two other major moments, right? And clearly that doesn't give you what you want from the John Cena moment. Like they want that to be a major moment and that would be, you know, a bit of an issue. But if I'm getting Seth Rollins going over Brock Lesnar and I'm getting Becky Lynch getting her moment at WrestleMania, I, maybe I'm more inclined to say I can live with not getting the thing that I wanted. And if they give me Kofi on Tuesday and create a massive moment that I was completely not expecting, Kofi beating John Cena for the title, like, holy fucking shit. Es- yeah. Especially yeah. in front of that crowd that's going to be angry and pissed off that John Cena was in the match to begin with. Like, you create, exactly. you create a holy fuck type of moment if that's how it plays out. It's not perfect, but maybe it could work. Maybe that could be the thing that you could do to make this whole thing work. But I think we're all on the same page that, like, you got you to gotta go back to the drawing board a little bit and you can't just do the thing that we thought you were going to do because it you you know this thing is too big it's too big right now with Kofi and you can't ignore it or pretend like it's not happening that would be a dumb thing to do people are too excited about it people are too into it ride it ride yeah. with that I would and- like to point out that I called the Usos winning their first tag team title years before they did and I called Kofi winning the world title years Yeah, you've been on you know what I well, you 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 said Usos would be the next tag champs and then they won it like 2 years later Exactly and Kofi Kingston should have won Money in the Bank four years ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man. I you know for what it's worth, you look, have been you have been far more on the Kofi should be world champion train than anybody instead of Big E. Yes, yeah. I have. correct. And I have. I will say, if they could pull it off, there's no way they can pull it off. But how amazing would it be? Is after all of these years of looking forward to the Kofi Kingston spot in the Rumble, we entered a Rumble and he actually won it. I mean, that wouldn't suck. <laughs> like, but I, again, it's really, how can you? Yeah, I, you just can't do it. I don't, I don't think you can I do think it that you, long. I think you got to live this. I think you got to accept what's happening and realize it's a good thing. It's not a problem that people are super into Kofi. It's a good thing. Ride with years. it. Yeah, right? Like, ride with it. Do, do what you should do here. This is, I, I think the WWE regularly is afraid of these things. And they should like never you let be... Jinder Mahal be champion for months. Right. Like, don't be afraid of the fact that people are super into something. Take credit for it. I always come back to this. Like, the WWE made Kofi Kingston. Like, yeah. celebrate that. Celebrate the guy that you made. And I get it. I'm not made is the wrong word because Kofi's an unbelievable talent. And he's, done, you know, I'm not. I, I hope that, that people don't hear that the wrong way. But he's your guy. <laughs> like, yeah. right. it's your guy. And you've, you know, like ran with the New Day and made people love the New Day. And no, they them- definitely made Kofi Kingston because he's not Jamaican. Well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Kofi Kingston, I thought you were Jamaican. Jamaican. All right. Um, yeah. Guys, right. We, we got to tear up the rundown here because uh, I just got a media advisory. Oh, oh. Roman Reigns will appear on Monday Night Raw. Oh, Ooh. holy shit. 
Holy shit. Um, That's big. Okay, he's but... He's going to get booed. <laughs> no, no, he's not I getting... I think he might. You think he's getting booed when he's coming back from leukemia? He shouldn't have been booed for years. I know that, but now it's they're not going to boo the man that's trying to defeat leukemia. Are you sure? I am not certain of that. Trust me. <laughs> well, what, if, what if he comes in and says he's taking uh, Kofi Kingston's spot at Fastlane? Oh, my God. He'd be the biggest <laughs> heel in the history of the, of the business. God. What a heel he would be at that point. Um, but okay, but I think we all assume that to, to, to he lines up with Seth Rollins and the buddy up there. Yeah, I mean, it says uh, he will address the status, of his, the status of his fight with leukemia this Monday on Raw. I mean, look, it'd be dope if he was setting something up that, like, he's ready to perform. I mean, like, that would be amazing. But I, I think we'd all work under the assumption is he's there to, to help Get him. Get Till I hear him get cheered. Till I hear him get cheered, he's getting booed. God <laughs> damn, man. God. Oh I, I hear you. Alright. Um The man literally had to defend his world title in the Royal Rumble. I know. And they cheered when he got eliminated. I know. The, I know. the most babyface move of all time. Yeah, no one's ever had to Having defend to defend your fucking against world Against 29 title people. Rumble. Right. Against, or four, 39 people. Was, was that the 40 year? No, no, it was 29. No, it was 29. Okay. Oh my god. Man. He got eliminated and they cheered. Are we sure cancer is enough to get I eliminated? know what you're saying. I understand. The heel of all. That was the problem. There were no heels that oh, were bigger than him. God. Now there is one. All right, um, let's let's save what happened on Raw and SmackDown for segment two. Let's can let's... we talk about the picks? We did. Oh yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah your your thing was going out. You're safe. Brandon and Glenn are out, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we need to have a discussion about uh, yeah, people yeah. paying off bets. Yeah, I'm, so I'm behind bet. the I do have one. I think that's lined up to be paid off, though. Uh, my right. buddy Ernie Fowler and I, I think, are going to be doing our Truth's uh, theme song at an open mic night. <laughs> I think that's going to be happening. But you guys both have to eat your cakes, though. What's that? Don't forget about that. Oh, the Remember the, the, the full sheet of cake Christ. in 15 minutes or whatever? I completely forgot about that one. All right. who, who, who has to do that? You and Glenn and Mix. Right. Damn. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right. You, you hey, also, you, uh, while well, I'm thinking about it, could, you still have to do your twerking with someone right. making it rain do me, video. Do me, a, do me a favor. Aaron. It down. Yes. What, yeah. what I'm saying is, like, post it somewhere. Like, okay. Post it somewhere so that it's on there that I can go access it. You know what I mean? Like, post it somewhere so that it lives and breathes. All right. Um, okay, let's talk about everything else. Uh, uh, Sasha and Bailey, obviously, the other big storyline. I will stand by that. I think it's a mistake. I think this was the wrong way to go about doing it. I don't think they should have had um, the faces win the belts at the first, you know, the first time. I don't think that's, that's the, the right thing to do. For Mania. I, yeah, I think they should have saved that for Mania. But again, I said it depends on what the plan is for me. Well, and but I'm going to go back to my counter argument, which is they might be thinking about all of the other moments they're trying to set up for WrestleMania and not wanting to get that lost in the shuffle. So that's the only thing that I can give that a pass for is that it's possible, again, as I keep bringing up the we're planning on there being a Becky moment, we're planning on there being a Seth Rollins moment, they might have said, look, we're already doing this a lot at WrestleMania. Let's not also try to pull that off there. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, my other thought is they have one of the Bellas or Trish and Lita coming in to challenge at Mania. And in which case, you need Sasha and Bailey in place. Uh, okay. Um, I, I, I could see something like that. I could see that. And it also could be, too, that like they were trying to counter-program the NBA All-Star game on Sunday night. I mean, I, it's as silly as that sounds. It might very well be they started at 7, 
and said, we're going to kick off with this thing and have this great moment and hope that people will stick around that might otherwise want to go watch the NBA All-Star Game. And I'm, I get it. I'm not, it's not the same as football, and it's not two television shows. It's you got to go to the WWE Network. But it's interesting that they led with this, knowing it's Sasha and Bailey, and they could have saved that for the end of the show, right? But they, they wanted Kofi. At, apparently there was. That was the plan, was to have this at the end, and Vince insisted no because he wanted Kofi to have his big moment at the end of the night. But Kofi didn't win. But it doesn't. Rocky didn't win at the end of the first Rocky. You know that is the most. Re- did you just think of that, or have you been talking to people about that this week? No, that's I did. That just popped in my that's head. That's <laughs> actually the most compelling argument that I've heard you make about anything ever. Frankly, yeah, true. <laughs> like that is that is actually really a great point. That is a great point. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's fine. I, I, it's interesting now where you're going from there. You bring up. I, I think Trish and Lita is the wrong way to go. Um, I think you've done, you've played those. It's got to be, if you're going to pull somebody from the outside, it's got to be the belt. Yeah, be. I think it would have to be the belt. I think I just think you've done the Trish and Lita thing too much. And almost like to the point where. Not to mention they're like 50. Yeah, man, there's something. Lita did not look great the last time we saw her. And I don't want her to break her neck. Right. She's going to try. Well, yeah, that too. Right. And the other thing I would point out too is like, who am I supposed to root for in that match? You know what I mean? Like, if you're doing Sasha... All these girls or all these guys, however they I mean, get like, the shantins up going. Like, that could also... Hey, by the way, just so you know, that could also end up being the ladder match. Ooh. Ooh. That's an interesting thought. Get, get people from a bunch of brands on because, you know, they mentioned NXT, all that stuff, so you get... Kyrie Sane, EO Shirai. Yes, Kyrie Sane. I want that. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm not not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. Um, Again, as far as the pay-per-view itself is concerned, Finn beats uh, Leo Rush. Aaron called that in the exact like scenario that you Uh, don't do it uh, that way. Aaron called it. AJ said. AJ said it too. But Aaron laid out the storyline as well. Actually, I picked first. Oh, did you? All right, then I'll give you credit for it. Fine. Fair enough. Um, all right, my bad, my bad. I thought Aaron did, and it's my fault, and I will accept that. If we still played botches, it would be a botch on my part. But apparently, <laughs> Brian Powell's dead. I don't know what happened there. Um, uh, as dead as Brandon might be at this point. Um, I. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> I I um I, I don't know what to make of any of that, right? And I guess that bled into Monday Night too, which is I I really don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I really don't know. And that's not the end of the world because we like Finn Balor and Finn Balor holding a belt is fine. Like, there's there's no problem there. And the answer just might be more of this. But I, I really don't know what the end game is there. I, I have no I idea. I mean, you're, Aaron's talking about Kevin Owens coming back and being a face. I don't think Kevin Owens comes back as a face. I think Kevin Owens comes back to face Finn Balor hmm. if they're not doing the multi-man match for the Intercontinental title. The promos are so weird for a heel, though. I mean, and it could just be a, a misdirect there, an intentional misdirect. But it's really weird bit if they're doing all of these vignettes. But I don't think they're uh, over-the-top face promos either. Like, they're, I think that they've made them a little bit more down-to-earth. and like Down-to-earth family guy, you know, cares about... Yeah. But it's, it's not and like... Then they, when he comes, and then when he comes back and puts Finn Balor through a yeah, table... Like I said, it, if it's an intentional misdirect, then okay. But yeah. yeah, I don't think they've been, like, cartoonish and trying to make him look like he's a superhero or something like that. Like... I don't know. I, I, I haven't read too much into the promos that they've been having, or the, the vignettes that they've been having him do on the cell phones. And I also it. think the vignettes fucking blow. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I'm, I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement, man. Like, I don't think they're that good. Um, Why are we pretending that he's recording that on like a 1974 recorder? 
It, yeah. it is a really weird bit, well, dude. That, that, that's why I'm almost saying, like, they, they are almost doing, like, the, oh, ha-ha, he's a common guy. He He's just like the rest of us to go, which is why I think he's he not, might be if going. He has a, if he has a video recorder that old, he's not a common guy. He's a homeless guy. <laughs> what Vince McMahon thinks of as Joe Sixpack, yeah. which is why I think the Daniel, the Daniel Bryan foil kind of plays. Eh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I just... Shit, if they want, I can wrestle Daniel Bryan. For there, there, you there you go. There you go. We've solved the <laughs> That's problem. That's the main event right there. Is, is your tryout before Mania or after? It'll more than likely be after. Ah, it's in April, and oh I'm assuming God. that they wouldn't do like April. a tryout. Yeah, right. Because they're going to be in New York the whole time yeah, for the first point. week. So that's a good point. I'm assuming that the tryout's probably going to be the second week. Well, how do you know the tryout's not in New York? Because mm. it isn't. It's in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> what if they suddenly said you need to get a plane ticket, sir? What well, if I that... wouldn't have to. They would just buy it for me. They buy your flights, but oh. I told because on the little inf- like the little info thing that you got to send in, they ask you what the nearest airport by you is. Oh, okay, all right. Well, Orlando so airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are they are they flying you in from Orlando <laughs> to Orlando? <laughs> there. Yeah, they're flying me from Winter Garden to San. <laughs> That's not a bad gig if you can get it. Not a bad gig. Um, yeah, I don't know. Look, I, and, and it might just be that this is all building up to the multi-man match, and, and there's something to be said for that, considering they've kind of looped everybody in on it. You know, like, that that does kind of make sense, but, yeah, 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 the whole thing just doesn't do a ton for me. Um, what else do we need to cover from the pay-per-view before we get to how the week played out? This kind of crosses over, but you had, you know, Drew and... Uh... Right. Lashley. Get involved on yeah. Drew and Lashley get involved on Sunday and didn't give a damn on Monday. Yeah, it's weird. I, mean, it's weird. I don't know the story they're trying to tell there. I'm not like it's it's weird and it's why I don't really know. I'm like I don't really know what this is, but okay, you know like they're the bad guys. I'm starting are all, to think it's going to be the three of them versus Braun Strowman, Nicholas, and Nicholas's younger well, brother. Well, that now now that I'm in. I'm in for that. That I'm on board with. Um, I, like is it possible that? It's trying to set up something with the club. Like, we we used to throw it out all the time, and then we kind of gave up hope that the club was ever going to become a thing again. Is is there a possibility of that somehow with the fact that... I, I think A.J. Orton's a thing. Well, After but, the but, interaction, but I'm talking about the way Finn, they looked at Finn, each other. It Finn seemed Bal- like they were make, trying to make that a bigger moment when uh, no, no, Orton I hear you, caught but A.J. I'm talking about I can't them. wait for people to complain about A.J. Styles with Randy Orton for, like, two months and then have it steal the show. Well, no, AJ Styles and Randy Orton will be very good, and I'm actually—I actually don't have a problem with that. Um, and I'm not. When Randy wrong. Orton catches AJ Styles at RKO out of the phenomenal forearm, yeah. I'm going to shit yeah. a brick. No, I actually think that works. I'm talking about with Finn Balor. Like, is it? Oh, Balor Club. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I see. I mean, they're. I I, I would say well they can't because the clubs on smackdown but who the fuck cares I mean, about Jesus that these Christ. Days? like the, the, all they're doing is putting everybody on every show at this point yeah right? like i don't really know that that matters at this point all right when we come back in we will talk about what was and like from from a great pay-per-view it turned into a wild week a really really weird unexpected week on raw and smackdown we'll talk about that when we come back in i'm glenn he's aaron and he's the main event aj francis this is jobbing out 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now on the cover. We offer one more salute to Joe Flacco as his tenure in Baltimore comes to a close. Prominent media members and public figures, including Mayor Catherine Pugh, share their thoughts on what Flacco has meant to the city. Also inside, you'll find our annual comprehensive college lacrosse preview. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course... The main event. This was an Aaron Oster request. The Friday Night Lights. I, I, I forgot this long intro. I just remember the, the main part that they played during yeah, the, uh, the intro. I know, and I wanted to play it out there, but like I just couldn't. I just. I, I just... love Friday Night Lights. Oh, it's so good. Well, I, mean, it was I don't even like Texas, and I would get Texas Forever tattooed on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just found out what our next bet is, boys. <laughs> if we ever bet that, I'm down. Um, wait a second. It's uh, it's the Rumble that's in Houston next year. Yes, it is. Okay, there you go. Sounds like a good bet to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Um, much to discuss. Much to discuss in segment number two as. Um, we come out of a really good pay-per-view, a lot of excitement going into Monday night, and all of a sudden, what's thrown at us, but, hey, we're going to bring up all these NXT guys. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, fuck EC3, right? Okay. And Pretty it's, much. This is the damnedest the part of this, right? It's the damnedest part of this. Who doesn't fucking love Johnny Gargano? Who doesn't fucking love Tommaso Ciampa? Who doesn't fucking love Ricochet? Like, the, everything about this is awesome. Who doesn't love Aleister Black? It's awesome. Except for the fact that it's exactly what AJ just said. Like, we should be over the moon about the idea that we're getting all these guys, but yet our first reaction is like, yo, you just brought up a bunch of fucks from NXT, and you clearly have no idea what you're doing with them. What are you doing now? I really think that they're just clean. They're going to clear house of the main roster by uh, after WrestleMania. Just complete press the reset button. Yeah, I really think that they're just going to get rid of a lot of guys like Dolph Ziggler. I mean, Ty Dillinger just asked for his release. Well, but Ty Dillinger's not really on the main roster. Let's well, I know, fair. but that's what he's saying. He's saying get rid of all of it. I, I, you know, I'm, all these bottom guys and bring up the NXT guys to like, fill their spots. But the problem, again, the problem is, like, you can't get your, your – if they get rid of R-Truth, I will fucking quit this show. I want to make that very – I will quit. I will not watch wrestling ever again. I want to make oh, look, he won the title. He's disappeared. He's going to be U.S. champion forever, so they can't fire him. I guess. I guess that's what they're going to do. And this, these are the things that make this so confusing to me. Again, I want to be excited about it. I want to love a world in which I'm getting... More confusing than Dean Ambrose being a face again? I mean, that's confusing. You're not wrong. It's confusing. But yes, I would say it's more confusing. You, you've had sanity there for a year. You still don't know what you're doing with them. They showed up though. <laughs> only only because they week. needed somebody, right? Only because they needed somebody to be on TV this week for a specific match. Like, 
you for a year you haven't known what you're doing with sanity you've started to show some signs that maybe you have something figured out with andrade but like that's been brutal i think they have a plan for drew mcintyre but like i think i don't really know that they have a plan for drew mcintyre and holy shit ec3 is everything ec3 is amazing and for a week it looked like maybe you had a direction for ec3 and then a week later where is EC3? So what? I, I don't know what I'm... Am I supposed to trust that they're going to do this right? Am I supposed to trust that this is an exciting moment? Or should I be nervous that they have no fucking clue what they're really doing? Uh, I, much I, I, am I alone in the fact that I'm not really an EC3, Mark? Like, Really? I love EC3, dude. I've always... I just think EC3. that he's, like, kind of corny. You didn't watch Impact. Like, that, that was the thing. You, you had to watch him on Impact to really appreciate him. I, I mean, yeah, that's I, true. I think, I think there's something to be said for that. What I've seen from EC3, even on NXT, like, I feel like he can work. But I feel like he's corny as fuck. I, I don't know, man. I, like, I, I I agree with you. I don't think they quite hit the right buttons with him on NXT. Maybe, I just, maybe. I, I just, I, you know, we saw the impact run and we saw what he can do and he was great. My God. I mean, he, at a time where there was no reason for me to ever turn on impact, I would still turn on impact because EC3 was that good. Um, I, I, I admitted I'm over the moon about EC3. I think EC3 is a rock star of rock stars. I think he has, and obviously he's got an, an unbelievable look. And then I think his character is good. Could I argue that they didn't use his character as well in NXT as they did in TNA? Absolutely. Absolutely would say they didn't do as much with it. Um, and, and, and I, and maybe the first week, I think Aaron and I both brought that up when we were talking about how they were using the first week. Like it wasn't very, a very sensical way for them to introduce EC3 to the main roster, what they were doing. Like, that that was pretty corny, what they were doing there. I don't know, though. I think EC3 is really good. And so I, the whole thing is just frustrating, man. It's just frustrating that I, I want to be super excited about this. I want this to be awesome. But I can't help but wonder if anybody has a clue and a plan. And considering this apparently wasn't known until 30 minutes before it happened on Monday... My gut tells me, no, no one really does have a clue about what they're doing. They're just sort of doing it for the sake of doing it. The frustrating thing is, like, I don't know exactly who that was supposed to appeal. Like, let, let's get it out of the way that the crowd wasn't going to react to anything. Like like I tweeted out, the ghost of Macho Man could have walked down to the ring, yeah, and I don't was, think the crowd would have done anything. Crowd. No question. Horrible crowd. But, like, it was weird because it was like, you're supposed to be excited about these guys because their time on NXT, and we're going to kind of, but at the same time, we're going to kind of more or less ignore their characters on NXT right now when when we're calling them up. Like, they've been building towards this Gargano and Ciampa teaming up thing for a while, and then they just ignored it on Raw. They didn't even mention it that they were kind of feuding with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a problem. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's not like, ideal. It, and if you want to say it's a hard reset, fine. No, but they, 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 I mean... They did mention it. It was just brief. He says uh, they had the feud. Of, the two of them had feud of the year last year. Right, but like I mean, they were they came up and they were fine with each other. You didn't even you know they were building towards the storyline. And again, considering you saw them, and, yes, I understand that most people don't watch NXT. A majority no, don't. No, no, no. But I would even go like it, it's not that that you saw them stand together. They've clearly been sort of flirting with the idea of getting back together in recent weeks, even on NXT. So I don't think it's a tr it's not as if these guys were. 
in the throes of their deepest. It's the fact that they were thinking about getting back together, like that was the story, or not was the story. I mean, that was a big part of the storyline. Well, I know, dude. I understand that, but it's it's not yeah. quite as egregious as if they were getting ready to, or if they had just had the match that they had in Brooklyn or wherever that right, L.A. Right. last year. Like, it's not quite as egregious if, like, the month, the, the the two days after. An all-out brawl in which they were handcuffing each other. They showed up on Monday night and they were like, "Oh no, we're buddies!" Like that would be far more egregious than right, this. right. It's like, it just it's like I'm trying to figure out what they were trying to do here because, you know, they were trying to appeal to the people who watch NXT, but they were not giving us what we want on NXT. Oh, I, it's like we don't you. just love them because they're great performers. We love them because we invested two years into this feud. And now we're just like, okay, th- this happened. No, I, I mean, I hear you. And I, I think there is a question. One of the unanswered questions right now is, are, where are you going to tie up any of these loose ends on NXT? Like, are, are you going to try to operate for the next few weeks like NXT and the main roster exist in different forms? Like, I, are these guys still definitely on the main roster every week? Like, I, we, we, we still, don't know. <laughs> we know so little about this and what the plan was, and in a way, as I've said before, there's some excitement about that, right? Like, it does make you want to tune in, because... I think, I think Hunter's really just fucking with the internet, because I have inside sources that uh, said, and I quote, that when they asked why they did the double finish uh, with Velveteen and Gargano for their match, his exact words were, well, I just really want to fuck with the internet. I mean, that's fine. The thing is, is I, I don't know if this was Hunter, because if we believe reports like what we saw with uh, Ricochet and Finn and tag teaming wasn't supposed to happen. Vince wanted Ricochet versus Finn as a singles match, and Hunter basically had to beg him not to do that. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, it's, it's weird. Yeah. The whole thing's weird, man. I, again, I, I there is an element of... I've said this before, and I can go back to it. For whatever reason... As much as I decry the lack of long-term planning, WWE seems to do really well when they scramble. Um, I have given them that credit over and over again. In scramble mode, they tend to make good things happen. Um, it, I, I don't think that that's the way you should do it. I still think you should have better long-term. Because pressure bus pipes or it makes them. Yes, it's, it's absolutely right. It's absolutely true that when they're under the gun, they, they tend to do some of their best work where they're forced to try to figure something out. And look, I think we're talking about that in segment one with Kofi, right? Like... They, they had this Mustafa Ali thing, and look at how good this thing is that they got out of that. Like, in scramble mode, we believe, they came up with something that might prove to be one of the biggest things they'll do all year. I, I mean, are we, are we in agreement on that? Like, it, they do well in these situations, yeah. so I have to give them that credit over and over, and I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced they can't make it work. I'm I'm more worried about the long term is I think for the next few weeks they can figure out a way to get by and whatever it is they're going to do on NXT and whatever it is they're going to do on the main roster I think they can figure it out because it's a lot of smart people and clearly it'll be a, a top goal of theirs I'm more concerned that like in in four months are they still going to have a great plan for Ricochet and if they do did having a great plan for Ricochet mean that they no longer have a plan for Elias right like that that's more of the thing that I'm worried about. I'm worried about, for whatever reason, as as excited I am as, as I am about this, our biggest complaint has probably been, hey, there's a lot of people that we like that we what are we doing? You know, like I don't know what we're doing. I, we all love Rusev, but like, 
what are we doing there? Where, where is that? What's happening there? So I think that's the bigger issue I have. It's just a, because of what I've seen recently, this says, smells to me like right now it should be okay, but I don't know if in four months I'm going to feel the same way about all four of these guys. And beyond that, if it is, I think that means it costs us somebody else that we like in the process. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Ricochet shouldn't have been on the NXT to begin with. Yeah, you just think he should have shot right up. I mean, Rick, Ricochet does—he's the one and only for a reason. No, I hear you, and I, you know, it is a weird thing, right? Like who they would let do that anymore. Like obviously, AJ was a guy that they didn't put on NXT at all, but yet, like I would argue that EC3 was just as accomplished as AJ was, like at the point that he arrived, and yet EC3 had to go to NXT. Like I, it is a weird question now as to who. Who would get the bypass NXT altogether yeah. at this point? I mean, I, I think there is something to say, okay, go down to NXT just so that, you know, there there are fans who watch NXT who don't watch the indie, so let them get to know you a little bit. And Ricochet, you know, hadn't been on, you know, the biggest program he had been on was Lucha Underground, and he was under a mask in that. So, like, there's something to be said of, okay, if there are people who don't know you, go down there for a little bit just so people know you, so you can get an even bigger buzz when you come up. Right. Or, or, I, or you can have him come on Raw his first day, have someone walk down the ramp talking shit, and have him flip over the fucking ropes and land on his feet on Raw, and now he's the biggest star you got. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty that's, much. That's not wrong. <laughs> that's not. You're not wrong about that. There's no doubt. Um. Okay. So I guess let's let's try to draw this up. What What would we do if we're handed this problem? Again, it's a good problem to have because these are all really talented people. But if we were handed this, hi, you're now a writer for the WWE. What are you doing for the next few weeks? I I think it's definitely going to end up with DIY in a multi-man tag team match with the Revival at WrestleMania. You think DIY wins the 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 Raw Tag Champs at, at Not Raw? necessarily not necessarily that they win, but that they're in the match. Okay. All right. I I think knowing you know they, they, so on NXT last night now, I have no idea what happened at the tapings, other than I know Bailey and Sasha showed up at some point. But other than that, I, I don't know I, anything I have that really happened. avoided a lot of the spoilers from last night. Um, they, they're starting the Dusty Invitational again. They announced that on the show. Um, to me, that screams a platform for put DIY together and break them apart to get in time for New York at this point. That's what it screams to me. So wait, say that again? So they're, they're doing the Dusty Tag Classic. Right. They've announced four of the teams. They haven't announced four of the teams. I'm assuming one of those four teams is DIY. Okay, but so are you having Ciampa drop the title before Mania? No, 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 no. I'm saying that's you put them together and you split them apart before Mania Weekend. So you're still having Gargano, Ciampa. Mania Weekend. At, yeah, at but then, NXT. But then one of them has to be NXT Champion walking out of Mania Weekend. Right. Okay, I mean, which I'm not saying... I mean, I, if you're giving me the book, I'm saying this was a showcase, and what I'm doing is I'm explaining it by I'm calling up different people from NXT. I mean, I'm having showcase matches on Raw. You're you're not keeping these folks on the main roster is what you're doing. At least not... You know, if you want to keep Ricochet up there, if you want to keep Aleister Black... You know, guys who really don't have much to do on NXT right now... I made that argument for Aleister Black recently, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. like if, if you want to do that, fine... But you gotta, I forget, let Gargano and Champa focus on NXT because what you have going there is too important. Uh, okay, okay. I mean, unless you want to, honestly, unless you want to do the match at Mania, 
if you want to do the match at Mania and you you have that carry on to Raw, that's what I do. But otherwise, I, I ignore it. I'm really, I'm kind of more and more convinced this is going to cost us one more Gargano Champa match. Like I, I just I can't imagine them doing that. They've been building to it. Like Hunter, I feel would put his foot down. I while I hear you, maybe what I'm saying is it's going to cost us Gargano Champa for the belt. I just don't think they can do that at this point. I, I don't think that at this point you introduce it this way and then one of them continues to be NXT champion moving forward until when? Until Money in the Bank? You know, like... So one of the TV tapings after? No, I, th- I think I think Aaron had raised a good point. When is the Dusty Classic? It's, it's, it's going on. I, I think they had the tapings. I, I don't know exactly. But the, I'm pretty sure the finals are at Mania Weekend. So all you have to do is put DIY in the Dusty Classic. Yes. Have them lose because Ciampa fucking turns on Gargano. Yes. That, right. that, sets, up, that I, sets up the I, match I, at TakeOver. I hear yeah. all of that. But coming out of TakeOver, one of them has to be the NXT champion. Yeah, it would probably be Gargano. And yeah. so and, how... And I don't have it be a call-up. They haven't officially said it was a call-up, so I don't make it a call-up. Yeah. If it's up to... I mean, if that's if that's an option, right? If that's an option, I, I guess that's the best way to go about doing it. It just feels like... If Vince McMahon, you know, got these guys up, I, I don't know. I'm hard-pressed to believe that all of a sudden he's going to say, yeah, you know, I'm not really going to. It was just a one-week thing. You know, I don't know, man. It's tough. I mean, we, we've seen it before. We've seen these showcase matches here. Well, right. There. I've seen, but not, not typically on both shows. Not on both shows, but I, I'm still not, like, we don't know you for know, sure you know it was a plan for both shows. It might have been because of that Raw crowd. You know what kind of pisses me off is the fact that the reason why they got called up so quick is obviously because of how big of a deal halftime he was. Right? It might have something to do with it, yes. Why did... Well, are we in agreement that they left the two best people in that match well, on I mean, NXT? It's, it's a fair, like, why... I, I've always said Velveteen's not being called up soon. Velveteen and Adam Cole... Should be on in Raw and SmackDown before every single person. Okay, but I think I think the week, argument except maybe Ricochet. Right, but I think the argument would be that those two guys can stay down for a while and be the stars of NXT that people will buy tickets to go see. And I think they got to a point where Aleister Black wasn't that guy. You know, like if you leave Aleister Black there, I don't think he was selling. And it's also an age thing. Uh, sure, I think it has something to do with it too. Yeah, you, you, uh, yeah. you have time with those guys. You don't have time with some of these others. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that. There's absolutely something to be said for that. I think that's the case. Um, all right, what else jumped out at us from, from Raw and SmackDown? Do you guys have any idea what they're going to do with the SmackDown women's title? Like, at all? I, I think it's just going to be a clusterfuck, like, eight-person match. Unless... <sighs> the Lacey Evans thing I'm concerned about. That I think she has a big supporter in Vince McMahon. Lacey Evans, yeah, because she looks like right. A- yes, AJ's AJ's believed that she was a superstar before. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, I think we could yeah. see Oscar Lacey. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going to happen. Man, that just seems quick for that to be. Not when, not if Oscar goes over. Right, and then it just seems like it was a match, right? Like, how did that really help Lacey Evans? If she got a fucking title shot at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess you're right, but. I don't know, man. It that just doesn't feel like a WrestleMania match to me. And, and maybe this goes back to my argument, which is like they're top heavy, and so you you know you got to do something else, and it's probably gonna be on the pre-show anyway. So I, I I don't know. It's it's tough because you have Oscar. Like what Oscar's selling point in her promo was amazing, and like it she should be red hot, 
and you should be able to sell, yo, that match that you're talking about over there, I beat them. Like, I'm right. I'm bigger than that. And that was the point of having her pin Becky Lynch. And, like, she's right, and that should be a huge selling She made her tap. Glenn, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're you, right. But here's here's the problem. Right. You need a dance partner to make it and, bigger. And that's and you point. don't have it right now. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you do. It it doesn't. It just doesn't feel like you do at all. And I I can't even really sell who I think that person. Maybe Shayna Baszler. Maybe you know it's another. That, I mean, you got to start planting the seeds for that quick. Uh, no, but I mean, like if you're if you're trying to do a four horsewomen thing at SummerSlam, you know, like that's a. It's a good way to get her there. Um, I'm. I mean, that would feel big. It would feel big if it was Shayna Baszler and Oscar at at. What if it was Kyrie Saint? Yes, I mean, yes. <laughs> Anything with Oscar, Kyrie, I mean, Kyrie Saint. But that. I mean, now you're doing. You're doing a Saint in every match. Have her beat Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no, I hear you. Yes, but it's, it's a face face thing at that point. You know what I mean? Like, is that? Is that what we're looking for? Like a face face? Yes, thing? it is. I think I, internet, I, think, I honestly believe that internet wrestling fans would literally jizz everywhere. Yeah, for Oscar Kyrie Kyrie Sane. Sane. Yeah. Oscar for the women's I mean, title. Dude, trust me, it'd be great. I'm not complaining about it. It'd be great. I'd be all in for it. And those things would feel big. I mean, they would definitely feel big and feel worthy of WrestleMania if those if those were scenarios that you were going with that. But I, I mean I loved her promo. I thought her promo was great, and then it just sort of felt like all right, but really, what are you doing? You know, like, what in the world are you doing after that? Like, that promo felt really cool. I was I was jacked. I was like, man, this is a great, cool moment for Asuka. But then I came out of it like, and now what? <laughs> like, you're, you've sent your entire division to Raw. Like, I, I, I don't know. Other than maybe. Is Carmella? It, yeah, I mean, Carmella, but you've been sort of making Carmella a, a face. Now, can you play off the Corey Graves it's thing? It's not very to... hard to make her a heel. I know. Can you play off that to make her a heel? I, that's a, that is a tough road to walk, man. Like, do you really? Reality era. I hear you. It's a tough thing to do. Or... Well, now apparently it's okay. Like, as, as it turns out, it's just, you know, he was already separated from the wife, so. I don't know, man. That, that whole, that's a weird, that's a weird thing. The other thing I would throw out there is, like, after sending so many people to Raw, you know, could you pull something to send Nia Jax back to SmackDown, right? Like, could you do something like that? The truth is, your two top stars did both really kind of go to Raw. Like, could there be something reciprocal that comes from that? Like, You could. I, you know, you could. Because I do think that Alexa Bliss versus Asuka would be something. That would feel like it was a real thing if that was... It would, feel, it would feel bigger than the other SmackDown options at the moment. Correct. And so... Again, how you do that, I don't know. But in fairness, you just really had Vince McMahon put Charlotte on Raw. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you didn't like you could just do the same thing and have Shane McMahon come out and say, "Well, now, uh, you know, Alexa Bliss is going to be on SmackDown because I want." As Oscar cuts a promo. I beat everyone on SmackDown. Right. I'm opening it to anybody. Right. Boom. There you go. And then you got that taken care of, and that would work for me. That would work. Anything else from this week we need to cover? Um, Usos are tag champs. Ooh, man, that's nobody's got a problem with it. Like, what are we gonna do? Complain about I'm that? So, I'm so mad I didn't pick it. I wanted to pick it anyway because I knew it made sense, but I didn't think that they had the nuts to actually do it. Are we? Are we? I mean, like, how do we think that this goes now to get us to Ms. Shane? Well, obviously something happens in the past. I I can't decide right now who's turning. Yeah, I think Ms. is gonna turn, but because it's in Cleveland. God. But uh, but I also think that. 
this is leading to what we've all wanted for years, and we're finally going to get Usos New Day for the tag titles at WrestleMania. And look, that's a that's a great thing yeah. to come out of this. That's a it's a gr- tremendous thing to come out of this. And by the way, I wouldn't be all that angry. Like we talked about how much we wanted it to be a TLC match before. Maybe they heard that and said, "Let's give them the TLC match they wanted at Mania and throw the bar back in as well." I like how we've booked like four ladder matches on Mania. But you know what? Is that a problem? <laughs> Tell me, <laughs> you tell know me. That, but the thing is, we're we're booking them, but we know there's gonna be at least one. Oh, of yeah, course, of course. We're, we're we're saying that because we know there's going to be one. T- <laughs> tell me, you wouldn't be jazzed to get the TLC match that we all wanted? You know, again, obviously at TLC. Um, tell me that that wouldn't be great at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's like the craziest part is that like of all the options for that ladder match, that is easily the best one. Of sure, of course it is. Of course it is. Um, so I'd be I'd be totally good with that. And again, the Usos as tag champs, awesome. The, anything with the Usos, awesome. They're great. Why not? High fives all around. It's a big win. Very good. All right. Uh, when we come back in, uh, Aaron, you booked us uh, a guest this week. We're gonna talk about. It. We're gonna try to get one more opinion on all these things. Nick Houseman from Wrestling Inc. We just want more opinions on what's been a, a kind of a wild week. So we're gonna throw all this stuff out to him, get his thoughts on it, then we'll come back in, wrap it up. Uh, talk about some other things that are going on in, in the world of pro wrestling. AJ, can you stick around for the final segment? Uh, no, actually, i got to go. All right, get your plugs in. Uh, you can follow me on all social media at AJFrancis410. Once again, that's at AJFrancis410. I got music news. I got TV news. I got uh, wrestling news all coming up very soon. So follow me on social media at AJFrancis410 on all social media platforms. And uh, come check me out. Very good. All right. He is AJ, and he'll be back with us next week. We'll come back in for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local Turtle. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark and Aaron Oster. And Aaron, it has been obviously a very busy week in the world of WWE and pro wrestling in general these last couple weeks. So we wanted to kind of get caught up just talking about more of what's going on. So joining us now to just talk about everything and try to make sense of all of it, it's a pleasure to welcome Nick Hausman, the managing editor of Wrestling Inc. Nick, it's good to talk to you, brother. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. No problem, Glenn and Aaron. Aaron, good to talk to you again. Glenn, this will be our our first time to dance together. I I promise I'll be gentle. I promise I will be a caring (laughs) nurturer. I don't know. It's a different thing. Um, I'm digging it. I mean, I don't want to get lost in your eyes like, you know, Nikki Bella and her her Dancing (sighs) with the Stars partner there. God, you you know know what, though? But that guy, I could get lost in his eyes, too, for what it's worth. I (laughs) could totally. What's the guy's name? Artem? I could get lost. He is. Those are some eyes, bro. Like, I could get lost in those. I understand where she's coming from. All right, uh, so much to get into. I I guess let's start with all uh, just the bizarre way that this all happened with the NXT guys this week, right? Like, 
nobody <laughs> saw this coming. <laughs> like, no one saw this coming. And I think a lot of us are still confused, even after we've heard various things about why maybe it happened and maybe some of the plan moving forward. But I still think we're all sort of sitting here scratching our heads saying, like, we still don't really know what the plan is for the last group of NXT folks that you guys brought up. So the hell's going on here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, good question. Uh, for me, it kind of feels like you're, uh, you know, when you drive with somebody who's 16 who's learning to drive for the first time and they press the, like, brake pedal and the gas pedal, like, at the same time, and you're like, oh, oh, man, we're going back and forth here through this parking lot. Um, I'm getting shades of that. I'm getting shades of uh, traffic school right now. I'm with you, man. Like I want to, I want to be there. I want. I mean, who doesn't love the four guys that debuted right. on Monday Night Raw? Right. But, but there's been all these other great guys, and then you know they get pushed back. EC3, where's that guy? Right. Sanity's um, been there for a year, yeah. <laughs> like a year, and I still don't know what they're going with them. So I think the fans, it's like they, it's like you know they don't want to commit. It's like you know if you if you start dating somebody, but you know they've cheated on other people in the past, and you're like, oh, can I trust you? I don't know. I want to like you. Yeah. I get lost in your eyes, Artem. I want to like you, you know. <laughs> By the way, I thank you. Apparently, you've been uh, you've driven somewhere with my wife before, because you know exactly what it's like to ride when she's driving a vehicle. In in your mind, what do you think? Is was that a showcase? Are they up permanently? Do they have any idea what they're doing going forward, or was that a all right? Let's throw it at the wall. Let's see if it sticks and go forward from there. I, I wish I could tell you, man. I mean, it certainly sounds like it was slapdash together, right? I mean, from all the reports and everything you hear about, you know, the script not being written until a half hour until it started. I think that's what Meltzer said. You know, uh, they, they were putting together Ronda's match with Ruby during the show. Uh, Seth Rollins was supposed to be involved, but physically he was not cleared, so they had to rewrite parts of that. And then, you know, uh, I think it was uh, I think it was also pretty positive for Meltzer, too. We're just talking about Vince's general state of mind now. Um, with the declining ratings, you know the the rise of AEW uh, in the in the marketplace, and um, you know Undertaker's doing Starcast too. I guess that ruffled his feathers a bit. So I mean, you know he's he's looking for a way to to hemorrhage or not hemorrhage to cauterize the wound right now uh, and stop the bleeding. And I, you know maybe if he he looks over, he goes, well, you people really seem to like this NXT stuff. Let's try to shove some of that in the wound right now to get the blood to, to stop flowing out. This you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it certainly feels a, a bit like that to me. It feels like triage. I hear you. Dude, the, the weird part to me, though, is like, I don't know what the problem is that you're trying to solve. You know what I mean? Like, is it just, hey, we think you like NXT better than what we're doing here? I, the, the ratings, it's not like more people are watching NXT than are watching Raw. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we like NXT but we like it in context. We like it because it's a little bit different, and they're not going to do on Raw the things that they're doing on NXT, and it's also not going to solve the problem. Like Part of the issue that we've been having is, hey, there's talented people that you're not using and we don't like. Well, it's not going to help to just keep throwing more people on the roster. I, you, you just gave a belt to R-Truth, and then I guess he died, right? Like, How is it going to solve that problem to have more folks on the roster that you can't get your mid-level champion on television this week. I 100% feel you on that. Remember when uh, Vince McMahon slapped AJ Styles in the face? We were supposed to get that reboot. What the is new that? AJ Styles. Right. What, what, like that slap meant nothing, I guess. It was just an old man slapping a younger man in the face and like yelling at him to get off his lawn and go find a job or something. You know, I don't, I'm with you. You know, it's all stop, start, break gas pedal, same time. It's, I mean... 
I guess the question is, what in your gut and with what you've read, there's clearly not a plan, but, you know, they're still at NXT. Do you think this is, like, do you think that those four will show up on Raw or SmackDown this week? I guess is the first question. I, I mean, it seems like they're behind them. You know, whatever they're doing right now, trying to use these four plus Sasha Bailey as a conduit to, you know, blend these brands together. I, I mean, that does seem, I mean, it seems like that's the direction they're going. Um, and yeah, I think we will see them. I mean, we're going to have, I, I think, you know, may, hopefully the fans will start adjusting to this and reacting a little bit more. I think they got a, a rough outing there with the, the first group of fans. It was a pretty dead crowd and you know again like you don't want to get your heart broke so why fall in love the first time out no doubt no doubt nick houseman's with us from wrestling inc and nick the, like the other thing that jumps out at me about this is like they're doing this huge thing with fox and nbc they're not going to be able to keep having everybody on both shows like it's i i've every time they do one of these things i always say inevitably the wwe will get back to a point where they say we'll just mesh everybody and put all the people that we like on both shows but like that's not going to work once SmackDown goes to Fox, you can't just keep doing the thing where you put everybody on both shows. These networks are going to want a level of exclusivity for the talent that's on their network that they can sell. I, I just don't know why we keep going back to this when you know you've got to start preparing now for the fact that these two networks are going to want different levels of talent and different people on their shows. Yeah, I a very, very good point, Glenn. Okay, very, very great. So point. then I feel smart now. I mean, like, <laughs> no, it's 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 super weird, man. And the other thing too is like, I I don't know what what he's scared of with AEW right now. Like, I, clearly they're not all that worked up about Dean Ambrose because they're literally giving the guy a farewell tour, right? Like, I, mm, I, I they're trying to. They're trying to I, I don't want to look. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into the head of what WWE is or is not doing. But they're not doing the guy any favors. It certainly seems like they're trying to water down the momentum of Dean Ambrose while they can so he leaves less valuable he was than the day he put in his decision to not resign. Maybe, but like they're letting the crowds get behind him every week. They're but, putting him on TV, and they weren't doing that before. He you know what I mean? Like, I, I definitely think he's in a better position. Yeah, he did this silly thing this week where, you know, oh, I guess I'm an idiot. Um, but like they they really are giving him sort of this farewell tour. Like they're really letting him go into every city and be beloved every time he comes on TV. I, I, I can't think they're that terrified of the fact that he's going to walk away and go to AEW or else they just okay. wouldn't put him on. Right. Well, you would think that, but here's the thing is last week, not this week, but the week before when he beat EC3, right. He was supposed to go out there and do that promo, you know, allegedly, I guess from, from what the newsletter, the observer newsletter said, where, you know, he was supposed to talk about his and Rollins' history and bring up Roman Reigns. And rather than doing any of that, he just said, slay the beast, right? And then went over and, and you know, he beat EC3, uh, you know, whatever. The next week, I don't think it's a surprise that he's on a pre-tape, right? They didn't give him a live microphone to talk. In the pre-tape, he kind of, you know, sets himself up to get punked out. And the only way they can control him, you know, without a microphone in the ring is to have him lose. And, you know, they let him win last week, and I wonder if it wasn't supposed to be a kind of tit-for-tat. You go out there and you say this thing that we would like you to do to keep Rollins hot going into Mania, and we will we will let you win this match over EC3. Well, he didn't really do that, and they, they let him win. And this week, I don't think it's a surprise. He's on a pre-tape, and he's looking at the lights at the end of the night, you know? I hear you, man. I... 
I, I look. I talked about it for weeks. The only reason any of this made sense to me, the way that they were doing this with Dean Ambrose, if they knew he's leaving to go to the this other company, was if the deal that they cut with him was that he was going to do a job with Nia Jax. Like that was the only way that any of this ever made sense to me. That they said, look, we're gonna we're gonna give you you know the kid glove treatment and we're gonna respect you and the whole deal. But the trade-off for that is that you've got a job to Nia Jax for us so that we can start the intergender, intergender thing. And, like, to me, that actually made a whole heck of a lot of sense right up until they pulled that one right out from, <laughs> from underneath us as well. I just, you know, maybe maybe it all Dean is is just 60 seconds live of Dean Ambrose each week, right? Where they're like, 60 seconds with Dean each week where we just give him a live microphone. He can kind of let off whatever steams in his brain. You know, it's very entertaining. Where's this guy going to go? And then, But, like, why it? would they do I'd that? I'd watch if, that. By the way, fine. if they actually build that yeah, at 60 yeah, seconds, that'd be a good scene, I'd watch right. that. But oh, why would sure. they do that if they're that worried about AEW? Like, why in the world would they... I, I just don't understand why they wouldn't say to the guy, hey, we're going to have you come out and work live events the rest of the way so that we can keep the ticket sales up. But no offense, if you're going over to compete against us, we're not going to keep putting you on television and keep giving you a platform until you're just going to walk away from us, right? Like, I, I, they ju- it just doesn't seem to me like they can be all that concerned about AEW. And I get it. Like, I, I've heard about the Undertaker stuff and Starcast and I don't, or Starcade, and I don't know if that's just y- unique to the Undertaker and the relationship there or what. But, like, I, I can't fathom you keep pushing the guy and giving him TV time if you know he's walking away to another company and you're that worked up about it. And damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Like, you take him off TV, you know, we all know that he's getting released and we know the day that his contract is up, right? So the, the, the momentum only builds. Oh, they're scared to put him on TV, right? Oh, they oh they don't want to put him out there, you know, whatever, give him a chance to maybe convince him that, you know, he should stay or all that. You know, so you go that route, you're going to get some of that. You go this route. And you say, well, we got the guy. He's obviously not playing ball, but, you know, like Aaron is saying, like, this guy's one of the most compelling things I'm watching on Raw each week right now. So, like, you know, if, if you're getting a, a pop that wise, you know, in the, the market at the moment, I, I get why you put him out there. But you got you to gotta control him, right? You do a pre-tape and then you got to have him go lose a match. I guess. You can't get a live microphone. You can't have him beating people anymore, I don't think. I guess. I don't know. Speaking of AEW. Two of the names that, you know, over the past, I guess, couple months we've heard connected to the most with AEW were the Revival and the Usos. They both win the tag titles uh, over the past week or so. Coincidence or not? What do you think? Oh, uh, no. I mean, definitely not a coincidence. I mean, like, well, maybe a coincidence because uh, the Revival, I do think, changed, plans for change for them to take the title the way they did and, you know, go on to do the things they're doing. But I got to think the Usos may have been on the books for a while because I think that Shane and Miz, whatever they're doing with Shane and Miz, seems like they planned out, like, five months worth of bookings um, because this seems whatever they're doing with Shane and Miz seems to be rolling into mania here. And they have been doing breadcrumbs for months now build into it. I don't know if it's going to be them heads up or them with their dads. Can you imagine that Miz and Miz dad versus Shane and Vince McMahon? I think I'd like that better than the singles match. I'll be honest. No, I think everybody would. I think everybody. So like, I don't know, you know, but whatever they're doing with Shane and Miz, I think it's been planned out for a while. I think the Usos were earmarked to take that title at a specific moment. Um, but the revival taking the titles at the same time, I think that may have been coincidence. Yeah, actually. The, the, by the way, that's the other thing too, right? Like, I, I, I'm so excited about all these. I love Gargano and Ciampa. I don't really want them coming up on the first night and beating the guys that you just finally gave the belts to. Like, I just really don't love that. I can't hide from that. I don't. I'm so in on the finally getting something for the revival and understanding that the revival are amazing, and then. 
All right, now you got to go job next week to the guys that just showed up for the first time and that we don't really seem to have a plan for right now. No, you're right. Like, you're right. It's, again, gas pedal, brake pedal, same time, right? So we, crazy, we, put the, we put the title on the revival. You get what you want, but wait, they just lost. I know. To, you know. <laughs> well, and I know that I also come off like such an effing smark with all of this, right? Because I, like, there's the part. But it in, matters. It does. Yeah, matter. Yeah, I know. But I just want to slap myself and be like, dude, enjoy it, right? Like, enjoy right. the fact that you're getting Gargano and Champa because we love Gargano and Champa. Enjoy. Yeah. You're getting Ricochet. You're getting. You love these guys. Like, you want as much of them as you possibly can, but I do think that, and this comes back to the central theme, and Aaron and I and AJ, we always talk about this, which is, is there a plan here? Do they know what they're doing? And this one of all of them feels the most like, no, there is no effing chance that they have any clue what they're doing right now. And considering, like, they had vignettes for EC3, it felt like they were trying to plan something, and yet... Lord knows what that plan is. Like, at least when he finally got on TV, we were like, okay, this thing with Alexa, there might be something there, right? Like, I don't really like the idea of EC3 not talking because he's he's brilliant on the microphone. But, like, at least it seemed like there was something there. Well, where has that gone? So if the guy that you had vignettes for and that you were talking up for weeks and it seemed like you had a plan and now there doesn't seem to be anything there, how in the world am I supposed to think that there's any sort of plan for any of these people? Yeah. And I, you know, even because, you know, I think there are a lot of fans that feel the way you feel, but they may not be able to verbalize that. I think there's a, a kind of subconscious knowledge that they can't fully invest in people because they don't trust that the week after there will be follow up a resolution to the conflicts that they're having. Yeah. And it is disjointed. And I think, you know, again, pointing back to a lot of the reports coming out of the back, it seems like a very... Um, it seems like a mess backstage right now, right? Like this NXT thing, the report that Triple H didn't even know that his guys were getting called on. The champs are going down to Raw. Wait, what's going on here? We got to get him back, uh, you know, on Wednesday to do the NXT TV tapings now, too. Uh, Gargano dropped the title at the tapings. Maybe it, it was brought up to me earlier by someone, you know, maybe they, maybe Triple H wanted that title off Johnny because they're going to put him on TV. And they, he doesn't know how his North American champion will be portrayed on Raw, right? Right. <laughs> Right, is he a face or is he a heel? Exactly, right? Like, right. who knows? Yeah. So this this is the the left hand doing the one hand doing what the one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing. There we go. Got to there eventually. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and um, I I hope they get the communication structure in order. I don't really honestly know that it will change that much though. I think we're going to be looking at a few months of abject chaos in the world of it's in the so world of amazing. WWE as AEW slowly but steadily finds its footing and starts to make some. Very smart moves. Okay. It's going to be a very interesting dynamic to watch. How Perfect time to have ca have chaos on the WWE schedule too, right? Oh, yeah, oh, no doubt. Great. But wait a second. Seriously, think about this though, guys. We're talking about chaos in a company that just sold a TV show for a billion dollars. It's amazing. It, you should be in position where you can do no wrong. Your television show, your secondary television show is worth a billion dollars. And yet we're talking about chaos. Well, to be fair, SmackDown is usually the more organized and well presented <laughs> of the two shows. So I mean, you know, yeah. if you're gonna pay if you're gonna pay a billion for one, I I buy yeah, you. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Fair, My fair. God. Um, speaking of chaos and WrestleMania, you've been at this a while. Can yeah. you remember a WrestleMania that seems more up in the like legitimately up in the air? Not that we don't know, but we feel that they don't know either this close to WrestleMania. I mean, like every year for the past two to three years, I feel like we kind of get to this point now where, you know, I mean, go back to the, you know, Daniel Bryan getting inserted into the triple threat threat match. You could go back four or five years. Right. 
you know where their their plans uh, their plans going in get changed or adjusted or whatever, and everything gets thrown up in the air, and you start to kind of lose track. I mean, you could maybe point to you know one or two man, you know um, Roman Taker. They did a build to that Brock Roman. You know they did a build. R- Roman in general would usually get some kind of build, but the rest of the shows have largely you know you know didn't slap together. I feel like kind of in the in the last few weeks before Mania the past couple of years. Clearly, this, I don't know. I feel like last year we had a good sense of the top four. But, okay, or but think five about the matches. Cena Undertaker thing last year. Like that was completely disjointed. What? what? But, but we knew what was happening. We just they went about in a really weird way. But in our back of our head, we knew. Okay, it's Taker Cena. We know this is I, happening. I guess. I mean, it was still really disjointed and weird. You know what I mean? Like it. It just still felt like they kind of didn't fully know exactly what they were doing. Um, it is, it is, it is weird. Are, hey, uh, you know, look, Nick, we've been on this, at this place where we are convinced that it's going to be John Cena versus Daniel Bryan for the title at Mania, but, like, we've been convinced of that just because, hey, he's John Cena and he doesn't have anything to do, and, like, it's, it's not like it's because there's been any work that's been done to suggest that that's, that's what's going to happen. It's more like, hey, they got to have him break this record at some point. They can only wait for so long because the dude might legitimately decide that making movies and doing all the things he's doing is more valuable than coming back and making sure that he's there to have a title run. Are, are you with us in that, or are you more convinced that they're just going to use the same people and that there might not really be a plan for John Cena for WrestleMania? I I don't well I don't know what they're gonna do with Cena. I think Cena Batista would be the route I can go. If you've got Batista on the hook and you can get those two together right now, then I would I That'd would be just, fun. I'd do the battle of the the blockbuster Hollywood stars while you can. Maybe even have Rock show up, you know, and insert himself in that somehow. Um, but for as far as Daniel Bryan goes, uh, however Kofi loses at Fastlane, I hope it is by some kind of screwy finish. Whether it's by Eric Rowan, uh, a handful of tights. You want to do it I, again? DQ because you know there are no automatic rematches or whatever you could name somebody as the the you know somebody could win the number one contendership against Daniel but just like Daniel Bryan Kofi Kingston could make that case to have himself uh, convincingly be inserted into the main event of WrestleMania and I just am, I love the idea of Kofi Kingston playing the Daniel Bryan role going into a Daniel Bryan title defense at WrestleMania. I think that's just funny to we me. We talked about this earlier in the show. Like, it is amazing that we've gotten to that point where, like, th- this Kofi Kingston thing has been cool and all, but now I'm actually going to be angry if it doesn't somehow lead to a moment for Kofi Kingston, right? Like, it, Absolutely. It, it's, it started off as this neat thing, and we're all, like, now it's it's gotten to a point where legitimately there's going to be anger if it doesn't end with Kofi getting his moment. Like, that, that, that I... It's a weird situation to be in because this is just supposed to be a silly thing, and I still don't really know what the plan was there to begin with, or if Mustafa Ali would have always been in the match, or what would have happened there. But like, you've literally put yourself now in a spot where I'm going to be legit pissed as a fan if I don't get a payoff involving Kofi Kingston holding that belt. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, to, to boot with that, because I, I I do want to see the WrestleMania end end or semi end here with Kofi getting his moment where he wins the title from Daniel Bryan in a singles or, or triple threat, however you want to get to there. But you could also, I mean, the Usos and the New Day have such history together. Uh, Usos successfully defending against Shane and Miz, which seems like likely for Fastlane. New Day Usos, uh, maybe even put the bar in there, do a TLC match or something with with those tag teams. Get the belts on on Xavier and Biggie. Have all three members of the New Day ending WrestleMania with the titles. That's that's a real moment. And you know we talk about the stop start with the fans uh, and the way they book the shows, how they don't really see things through all the way to the end and give the fans what they want. 
they have a real opportunity here to organically reward the fans with something they genuinely like. And if you can do that, I, you can convince them again that it, it may happen again. But it doesn't happen that often, and I think that you know this would be a good opportunity for them to jump on it. I, the, the one thing that I keep going back to, and I mean, A, I don't think they're going to make that decision as painful as <laughs> it's going to be because it's WWE. I do wonder, though, the way these promos have been going the past couple of weeks, is it just me or are they setting up Kevin Owens intentionally or not as a perfect foil for Daniel Bryan? Like the, the whole personality that he's showing in it seems to be a direct uh, response to Daniel Bryan almost. And it makes me wonder if they're going in that direction. You could be right. You you absolutely could be right. You know, it, it is a very open field for, for Daniel Bryan right now and, and who he could be facing at WrestleMania. Obviously, Kofi's, you know, inserted into it because he's the next opponent here at Fastlane. So I would think he's going to remain in the picture somehow. Um, but, you know, again, maybe Kevin Owens is the one at Fastlane to come out and cost Kofi that match, right? And say, you know, I want well, the then if he, But if he, fu- if he costs Kofi the match, then he's well, a but heel. Then, but then it could, be a trip, it could be a triple threat, I, though. Triple threat, point, yeah, yeah, okay. It could be a triple threat at that point. Yeah. And then you got Kofi trying to overcome the odds or whatever, you know, against these two guys. And you just, you know, build the fans behind Because, look, Batista, what was it, Batista, Triple H, Daniel Bryan? It's not like Batista... Batista was not beloved yeah, by the Yeah, the he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be the face there, and obviously it did not work out for them the way that they imagined it in that situation. Yeah, so, you know, you could. I think you could have Kevin come out there, make the case by, by costing Kofi the match that he wants to be the one to go against Daniel Bryan, and, you know, Kofi has good cause to, you know, try to try to get himself into the bout. And I think that, you know, good guy Shane McMahon would probably be all about that. Hey, Nick, before we let you go, what do you make of all the stuff with Ronda Rousey's future? Um, I, I think Rhonda is doing her best uh, right now. I think that we are starting. I think that we've seen Rhonda so much at this point in the world of WWE. Now we really get to kind of be nitpicky, right? Like now you can kind of start to judge her performance and her legacy in WWE. Um, and there's been strengths and weaknesses, but uh, I hope she does the right thing at WrestleMania. I hope that they put Becky over to the, the nth degree. She looks great. And if she wants to go off and, uh, have a family, uh, rest up her body, come back, you know, for that third year on her deal and, you know, give it one more run. Uh, that's fine with me. You know, she's she's already given, I think, uh, what they were expecting. And, uh, you know, as long as she does the right thing at Mania again, like that's that's the most important thing to me. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree entirely. All right. Uh, for those people that don't know about Wrestling Inc., tell everybody about that and where they can find you. And just give me the whole rundown of plugs, if you don't mind, Nick. Yeah, no problem. Wrestling Inc. Uh, we've been the most traffic website for pro wrestling news for the past 20 years. It's owned by Raj Geary. Um, I do the Winkly podcast Tuesday through Thursday over on iTunes. It's me and Justin Labar, um, who some of you guys may know. Absolutely. Um, and also Michael Weissman sits in with me on Tuesdays. Um, we do uh, the news for about half an hour. And then I usually, uh, I've been pretty consistent with this, three days a week. We have some kind of exclusive interview on the show. Um, so check it out. Subscribe to Wrestling Inc. Audio on iTunes. I am Wink Rebel, W-I-N-C Rebel, over on Twitter. Give me a follow. I usually just live tweet during shows and then don't really do much with my Twitter account the rest of the time. So, you know, engage me that way. Yeah, right. I was going to um, say, yeah, during shows, it's a great thing. Yeah, absolutely, it's, man. It's absolutely. fun. You know, sometimes I'll get, you know, I'll have a couple drinks on the weekend and I'll share a stupid photo and then, you know, it'll be gone a couple hours later. So, you know, whatever. We're all just having a good time, you I know? We're all just having a good I love time. It. All right, uh, again, Nick, dude, really appreciate it. Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc., really appreciate you taking the time, man. Let's do this again uh, uh, not uh, in the not-too-distant future, all right? 
Please keep me on your uh, Rolodex. Yes, absolutely. Thank you to Nick Houseman. Appreciate him doing that. All right, uh, Aaron, let's wrap up for the week. Let's talk about some things that we have not had. Well, I guess we've alluded to most of these during the course of the show, but we didn't really spend a lot of time discussing them, and I think they weren't for further conversation. Um, uh, I guess we'll start. I don't, I don't know where to start here. I guess we'll start with Ty. Let's start. We, we referenced Ty Dillinger a second ago with Nick Hausman. Ty Dillinger has confirmed what had been reported before, that he has asked for his release. Um, <laughs> there's a couple weird things about this, right? Like, that's a story in and of itself, but it didn't follow up with, and it was granted. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not like the story is Ty Dillinger asked for and was granted his release. The story is just he asked for his release well, the story is, and he put it out on social media that right. he asked for his release. And, and, and his statement made it seem like he was moving on. Right. But there's no confirmation that he's being allowed to move on. And this, to, I mean, it, it screams to me that he's trying to put pre- pressure on WWE right. to release to, him. Trying to force By putting it out there right. on social media. And I agree. I, that's That definitely is the way that it feels. But I, I don't know that that's, I don't know that that works. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Has WWE shown, like, benevolence in these situations in the past? I, I guess Hideo Itami wanted to be released, but that was to yeah. go back to Japan. Right, that was specifically to go back to Japan. I mean, they, they played nice with Dean. They gave him a glowing, you know, we yeah, love I'm, Dean. I'm still, I, I know we talked about that a second ago. I will, I, I'm still very confused about that entire situation, and I don't know that I'll ever right. understand it fully. Um, I, I don't know what to make of this. I really don't. I really don't know what to make of this. I, I don't know why WWE would fight to keep Ty Dillinger. They they haven't used Ty Dillinger, right? Like, I mean, the the only thing I, I don't know. Look, if this is about double or nothing, and we don't know that it's about double or nothing, but if it is, all they have to do is hold on to him for a week, and then his ninety days will go past double or nothing. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah, so so if if that's what it is, and then you know they'll announce it next week that they gave him a release. Well, there but you go. I just don't think it's that big of a deal that Ty Dillinger would show up at Double or Nothing. Right. I, now, that I agree I'm with. I'm not now, trying I to do be think, I do think there. First of all, I like Ty Dillinger a lot, and I so think that I. he's very, very good. There are a lot of people who think that, you know, he's just a gimmick, he's just the 10. I think he's very, very good. I don't him. know that he's a superstar, but I think he's a quality performer. I think... I don't think I, that people will tune in to the AEW wrestling show because Ty Dillinger's there. Now, I think that Ty Dillinger might be an enjoyable part of the, the AEW television show whenever it starts. If you're watching the AEW television show, I think you'll like the Ty Dillinger part of it. But I don't think that Ty Dillinger's presence will be the difference in whether or not someone chooses to tune into AEW. No, I, I agree with you there. I do think he could be a star. Maybe not like a true top star, but I think he can be a star. I think he has eh. the tools. I think he has the in-ring charisma to do so. Maybe. Um, and, and here's the, I mean, look, we know that him and Cody are extremely close. When Cody, towards the end of his run, he tried to put together a stable, and part of the reason he wanted to put together a stable was so Ty Dillinger could get called up and be with him. Right, right. I hear you. I mean, uh, look, it makes sense that he wants to go to AEW. Yeah. Like, Ty Dillinger is the perfect guy that should want to go to AEW. He's not right. being used. And there's exactly. this other thing that, again, probably won't pay as much as WWE, but appears to be a reasonable paying job. He can see. I know a lot of people made a lot about the Joey Ryan tweet. I'm not. I, I want to. I don't think there's so much money on the indies that guys are really clamoring to go make that money. 
I don't. I think, I, I think that was more tongue in cheek. Yes, anything, I don't too. think. I don't I, think Joey Ryan actually believed. Yeah, that. I think a lot of people are making a big deal about that tweet. I don't think there's a big deal to be made about that tweet. I, oh, speaking speaking of that tweet, there there was a great follow up. I just got to mention right now where because uh, he was complaining about you know the WWE guys shunning him. Jimmy Wang Yang of all people responded to him and said, "Hey." Uh, you know, I took you out partying after, and Joey responded, yeah, that was awesome. I clicked on Jimmy Wayne Yang's profile. Apparently, he runs a redneck party bus in Ohio. Well, now And we gotta do that. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm on board for that. Um, yeah, look. Back, I, back to the conversation. Yeah, I think Ty Dillinger's the guy. I think that you look at the, the roster and you say, this is exactly the guy that would want to go to AEW. I, it makes all of the sense in the world for Ty Dillinger, who's not being used on TV and who was popular enough at NXT that he believes that there that that particular crowd could be into him, it all of this makes sense. All of it makes all the sense in the world. I don't think he's going to make more money there, but I think he, that he's made some money and he can make I enough. I think he make money. comparable money. I think he make enough money to to. to I, I mean, do the the live shows like on the weekends? You really. You have to go get that work on your own, um, we're assuming, with AEW. We're assuming there's just not going to be a house show circuit right now with AEW. So it's still going to be on you to go make that money on the weekends. And Cody's shown that there's a blueprint for that, right? Like, you can go do big events all year round. You don't just have to go to Steve's wrestling show in, you know, bumfuck Missouri in order to make right. that money. But... It's it's still a chore. It's a chore, and you've got to do the work, right? Like, th- th- it's I, I don't think that that's the joy that people make it out to be. But for some people, I think they're into it, and Ty Dillinger makes sense for that to be a person that would be into it, right? It Like, to me, all of it screams, yes, of course Ty Dillinger wants out. And the WWE's got to be in a weird position where they can't just say, hey, nobody's contracts matter. And anybody who wants out can just want out, get out if they want to put something on Twitter. Like, you, as a company, you just can't do that, right? That's a bad, that's a bad precedent to set um, as a company. As a company, you don't want to do that. As a performer, as a talent, I certainly understand why you want it to be that way and why you want to have the most freedom and you want to have the most control that you possibly can have. So it will be interesting to see how it plays out. It will be interesting to see what ultimately the WWE ends up doing. But all of it makes sense. All of it makes sense that Ty Dillinger wants out and that he's the guy that would say, come on, man, I'm not, I'm not doing anything here. Like, let me go somewhere and do something. I, I, I don't know why anybody wouldn't be in the same boat. Um, okay, now we've addressed that. Uh, what was next on the list? Remind me. Uh, well, since we're talking about AEW, let's talk about StarCast and that oh, they right. announced The Undertaker is going to be part of StarCast. Yeah, so that's... Um, huh. Like, you know, it's funny because we just did our our, um, top five last week was ideas for The Undertaker at WrestleMania because the report was that the WWE just didn't have anything for Undertaker at WrestleMania. Um, If you don't have anything for the guy, I don't know how you could be mad about him going and doing something, right? Right. Like, if if you're not asking him to come do something for you and he's like, hey, man, I'd, I'd like to make money and they just want me to come do an appearance, like... Yeah, let's make, let's make that very clear in case anyone's confused. Unless something massively changed, he's not showing up at Double or Nothing. This is for the convention. Right. This is technically not even a part of AEW. Right. It's 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 the same Rick thing. Ric Flair's that, also there, by the way. 
And by the way, Ric Flair is going to be on Raw next week. Right, exactly. Uh, and presumably is going to be a part of the biggest storyline for WrestleMania. Yes. Right? Like... They're, they're, they're not going to pull Charlotte out of yeah, Mania I don't, because of this. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, it's, it's, I get that it's weird. Like, I do get that it's weird. But yeah, this is The Undertaker. The rules are probably going to be a little bit different for The Undertaker. And probably should be a little bit different for The Undertaker than they are for everybody else. I, I don't... I, somebody might argue it's beneath The Undertaker to do it, but... Money is not beneath him. Right. Like... I mean, if he's got wait, wait, what is that? Wait, I don't even know what that would mean. Because like, everyone's who's anyone in wrestling is doing that if they can. Not, not anyone who's anyone in wrestling. That's not true. You know, what I I, mean? like, I think almost anyone who is asked to presumably get paid pretty well to go sign autographs at a convention in Vegas is going. I think that some people would say their brand is is more significant than that. The uh, Rock. Who else? Well, The Rock. I think Brock Lesnar would say his brand. Well, Brock, I mean, Brock Lesnar is under contract, so no one but in. I, I'm in saying even if under he, even if his contract expired the week before Starcast, I think his brand would be. I make my appearances in bigger situations. It's okay. Not, that, okay. Fair. You know, I don't. I don't go do that, and that's the type of person that I'm talking about. And I think that you can make an argument. That the, I think a lot of people would like for the Undertaker to be above that, right? Like that we don't. I think there are people that genuinely don't like seeing The Undertaker, like, pose for photos at, like, 5Ks. Right. He's right. The Undertaker. It's supposed he, he shouldn't to be, be on Instagram. Right. It's supposed to be... I think a lot of people don't like it, like, when he's hanging out at a college football game. Right. Like, I, he's The Undertaker. It's supposed to be special. Now, I get it. Like, it's a silly wrestling thing. The guy's an actual human being. You know what I mean? Like, it, we're, we're conflating those two things. But... I, I've got no beef with it. I don't know why the WWE would have beef with it if they don't... They, if you want something from The Undertaker, do it. Right. Uh, short of that, like, go do your thing, man. Like, go. Like, and that's the thing. If you want him to be exclusive, you have to give him enough money to make up for all of that. Right. Correct. If you can, you know, let's look at he was supposedly asking for twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars an hour. Let's say that they're paying, you know, it, it's a bulk. So let's say they're paying him sixty thousand. Just say okay. We'll give you another sixty thousand. Not to do it. Sure, sure. If that's if that's what it's about. I mean, you've got to have your own plan, obviously, in that right. situation. You're not just going to give. Well, him 60- even if the plan is to sit him at home. No, that's that's bad business. That's really bad business to say we'll pay you sixty thousand dollars to do nothing. That's not that's not good business. Um, but I I I, get I mean, they did it to Neville for a year. I, I understand that. You again, that doesn't make it good business. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just because the president is there doesn't make it good business. Um, it's weird. It, the whole thing's weird, but ultimately, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, right. who, who cares? The Undertaker's going to go show up. Um, it, it, now, I, what you said about a uh, Double or Nothing, I agree. Not only does it mean not mean that he's going to do anything with Double or Nothing, but for AEW's sake, they, they shouldn't be having The Undertaker do anything with Double no. or Nothing. No, no, no. That's, not if it's supposed to be the company they're claiming. It right. Is. That's how you become WCW. Or Impact, yeah. Correct. That's, that's a bad idea. Don't do that. Um, but having Undertaker show up at StarCast, and that, by all means, go ahead. Go right ahead. Good, good, good for Conrad Thompson there for booking Correct. that. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, and finally, uh, you know, we, we talked at the top of the show about Billy Gunn now being our 25th Hall of Famer, and that's because DX is going to the Hall of Fame. And in a way, that sort of buries the lead. And, and this is actually the conversation that's come out of the news about DX going to the Hall of Fame. Look, 
Should DX be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Of course. Of course. D, if you're going to have factions... Are they worthy headliners? Yes. Absolutely. All of the above. There's two parts of this, though. The first part being, I think that all of these guys should have gone in individually before they went in as a faction, right? And and maybe maybe X-Pac. I don't know if X-Pac's really an individual Hall of Famer. But well, the, one, two, three, kid, man. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But the Outlaws certainly could be Hall of Famers as a tag team. Sure. Triple H should be a Hall of Famer. And that brings us to the one. Yes. Tori, of course, is who yeah, you're talking exactly about. Right. She's exactly getting Exactly right. Tori. X-Pac and X-Pac's Tori Christmas story. Uh, Hornswoggle, that, completely yeah, right. jobbed. No doubt. Um, China should be going in as an individual performer before she goes in with DX. I, it's not the end of the world that it's happening this way. It's not that big of a deal. But China deserves to be recognized as an individual performer before DX goes into the Hall of Fame as a group. And I worry twofold. I worry that one, this is how they address the China problem. That to them they're saying, well, we put China in the Hall of Fame, right? Like we we we've done we've done the China thing. Um, that they don't really have to make a big deal about China during the, the you know they can sort of comment on it and move on, and that addresses it in their minds. Now there's no more controversy. China's in. We, I mean, what are you guys talking about? We put China in the Hall of Fame. And that's not fair to a Hall of Fame-worthy individual performer. And she's not alone. We've dealt with this. Like, the fact that Vader died without going into the Hall of Fame is bullshit. It's bullshit that Vader died without being in the Hall of Fame. There's plenty of, of individual performers that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame that, for whatever reason it is, maybe they, in part, you know, their unwillingness to play ball with the WWE might be part of the reason why it didn't happen. But China should be going in as an individual performer, and then DX should be going in. And it might very well be that their argument back would be, well, we needed a headliner this year. You know, like, we, right. we, we didn't have one. We didn't have an individual. This is the long, by the way, this is the longest they've go, gone without announcing a headliner. Absolutely. So I think right. that this wasn't the plan necessarily. But, but then you should have put China in last year. Well, yes. You know, like, that, it's my, that's my answer back, is if you knew you didn't have something lined up for this year and that you might be doing the DX thing, then you should have put China in the Hall of Fame as an individual performer a year ago. And, and that's, that's sort of the... It's, it's wrong that China doesn't get that individual recognition first. That's wrong. That, that's the way it should be, and it should have played out that way. And this doing this does not address the China thing. Like she still deserves to be recognized as an individual performer in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I get it, like, the WWE Hall of Fame isn't that real, and so we shouldn't care this much about it. But in the context that I'm supposed to, that's the way it should be. Yeah. And and taking your last point, that's kind of the way I go about it. That until they have a physical Hall of Fame, what matters about the Hall of Fame is the is the ceremony. And that's the tricky thing with dead wrestlers, is that you don't get the moment with them if you know if they're dead uh, you know when it comes i hear you but i think that allowing their families to be the one like this to me smells like well now we're gonna have all these other guys go up and talk and they can talk about china right and that's unfair too because it should be someone who loved china it should be one of china's family members and i get it like lanny poffo was not a great solution I, from for I, I was gonna say, like do we know any of China's family members can talk. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. But, and again, I get that this is a weird, this is a very weird context because 
it's 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 not really a Hall of Fame, and you're right, it's just sort of a TV show at this point. But this performer deserves to be recognized in that way, and we've seen really neat moments, like with Paul Bearer's kids. You know, like Paul Bearer's kids did a great job and created a really neat moment yeah. for Paul Bearer's induction, despite the fact that Paul Bearer wasn't part of it. And I think you can do those things and have them be really neat moments that truly honor that performer. Um, you, you should be doing that. You should be yeah. doing that with China. I, I don't disagree with you overall about it. Um, one thing I do hope, I hope that the reason, one of the reasons they're doing this is because they ha- they want to put Vader in. And they're not going to put China individually and Vader individually. Right. They've never done that. That's fine. Put two dead people in the same time. And quite frankly, I understand why they do that. No. So if that's part of the reason, okay, I'm for it. Um, and yes, it, if and when they eventually have a physical, if you don't have China in, that's problematic. If you do not have China in as an individual, it's extremely problematic. Uh, correct. Correct. Um, as of now, as it stands, though, <sighs> yes, she should be in, but I have a hard time finding too much fault because it does address the, you know, it does let her be, you know that a big part of it is going to be them sharing China stories. That's going to be a big part of it. If it, And again, if I reserve the right to completely change my mind if they do just kind of blow over it yeah i hope you're right i hope you're right i I do think a big part of this though is going to be them talking about china and i think that's the best way to do it Uh, you know if there was someone there who could have done it okay sure but having those guys you know go around spending 10 minutes talking about china that's not the worst way to honor her uh it's not no it's definitely not the worst way i it's not the best way either, is what I would say. It's that you, you could do better than that, and, and you should do better than that. So I'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, think, how many times do you think Triple H is going into the Hall of Fame? I mean, how many times can he go into the Hall of Fame? Well, let's see. We have DX. Right. We have Triple H. Right. We have you, Triple you H, H, the performer. We have Triple H, the businessman yeah, and visionary. I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I think we they have Evolution. To. You think Evolution's definitely a Hall of Fame faction? And the only reason they wouldn't is because everyone's going to go in individually. Yeah, I Otherwise, I yes, I, I would say that. I don't really know that like Evolution was that impactful as a faction that they have to. Be in the I Hall do. Of Fame. I really do. I mean, they were they were cool, but like, would you put Legacy in the Hall of Fame? Legacy was nowhere near Evolution. Evolution dominated a show for over a year, <sighs> two shows even. Eh, I don't know. I mean, like. They were significant. I don't doubt that for a year. Evolu- I mean, there's a reason that on SmackDown 1000, they, they felt the need to bring them out together. Uh, I thought that was more a case of, like, they just wanted to protect all of them. Like, the, I, 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 didn't... I mean, you didn't need to bring out all of them. All you needed to do was bring out Batista. Yeah. They wanted to get Evolution in there because people still react to Evolution. I don't know, man. I just didn't I didn't feel it that way. But whatever. I mean, if they do, they do. I'm not going to be angry about it. I just don't think that's necessary. I mean, the the reason they wouldn't is because all of those guys are going in. Right. I don't and I just times in some cases. Yeah, I don't I don't think now if they wanted to do that because they wanted to make sure that Ric Flair was the first ever three-time Hall of Famer, like I could see that. You know what I mean? Like I could see them saying, "Hey, we want to do that cuz there are other two-time Hall of Famers and we want Ric Flair to be individually recognized as a three maybe, but I just I just don't find any of it to be necessary. I don't think they need to do that." Fair. All right. Um get your plugs in. Uh I am on Twitter at the Aoster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show, which where I will go ahead and in the next couple of days post the full list of All right. bets All right. uh, that we need to pay off. You're not alone. Don't worry. I know. I, uh, there's a lot going on. We'll, 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 we'll work on it. 
I'm like I said, you're not alone. Right. AJ has multiple. Migs right. has one. Right. Sean Cradle right. has one. Like lots of people have stuff. Right. Um, you can email us jobbygetshow at gmail and check me out on the Baltimore Sun. All right, very good. Uh, Glenn Clark Radio at Glenn Clark Radio. That is on Twitter. GlennClarkRadio.com uh, at Brandon Linton for our buddy and RamsheadLive.com. They got Method Man and Red Man coming this weekend. So, like, tell me is that's that this not, weekend. Yeah, that's not. You tell me you think that's gonna be a bad time. It's gonna be a great time. Go you see. going? Uh, I think I gotta work. Ooh. It's tomorrow night. Uh, oh, it's tomorrow. Night. Yeah, I, okay. don't, I don't think that'll work Bummer. for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I would love to go, and it's a great event. It's uh, the Frozen Harbor Music Festival. They do it every year. I've been a couple times. I saw Onyx there once, which was amazing. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't think I can make it out. Uh, anyway, and I might have to go see Brandon. Obviously, honestly, in the hospital. Uh, it's part of the way that my weekend might unfold. But, uh, yeah, support our boy. Uh, thanks to AJ. Thanks again to Nick Hausman from Wrestling Inc. Appreciate that. For Aaron Oster, for Brandon Linton, and for the main event, vent, 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 AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Ah, cancer. <laughs>